Welcome, everybody. David here from the roadswetravel.ca. This morning we have with us our guest, uh, Michael, uh, Pastor Michael. What's going on? <laughs> How you doing this morning? You know what? I'm not doing too bad. Yeah. I, I, I've put away the bulky winter coat and I have adopted a lighter shell. I'm cold some mornings. It was minus four degrees Celsius, but I find that it's easier to put more layers on than it is to take that big bulky layer off. Yeah. You know what we have in front of us right now? We have uh, spring coming, we have summer coming and warm climate. So thank you, Lord, for what you're about to give us this summer. Amen. Amen. Yeah, Minus year. the bugs. Yeah. You know, we haven't been down here <laughs> doing a podcast the last couple of weeks. We get- We've been busy. We can never allow the busyness of life get in the way of Jesus' work. Amen. I agree. Yeah. So you're going to talk to us this morning about, I believe, what's your topic? Faithfulness. Faithfulness. Wow. Very difficult to try and encapsulate this. There's some topics that we talk about that are extremely exciting. Yeah. And then there's some topics that we talk about that it takes a little bit of, uh, what's the word, a, a heavier knife to cut it with. Yeah, and faithfulness is one of those topics, I think. Right, because it's yeah. it's it's right along there with some other disciplines that we yeah. as Christians need to adopt for the kingdom and the purpose of the kingdom. Well, it's one topic that uh, it means so much in a relationship, your wife or husband or your children. And other commitments that you that you work on, and, and that's what it's really about. It's about our commitment and the level of commitment. Yeah. And um, we, we live in such a, a day where people have so many different choices. There are hundreds, if not well over a thousand different models and, uh, and different configurations of vehicles in our world. My personal vehicle comes with at least 10 different models and options mm-hmm. and many different configurations. And that's just one model within that car company. And when you experience all the different models, there's probably over a hundred different choices of configurations of all the different models they choose. And that's just one car company. People have choices of where they're going to shop, uh, grocery stores, everything from from the local grocery store all the way up to the big box chain. People have choices, and those choices that people have in the world translate into our real life as being, hey, I I don't like this today, I don't like this restaurant, I don't like this particular drugstore, I'm going to go here instead. And those choices sometimes creep into our normal lives, if you will, with Christ and our normal lives at home, where we change our choices and there's a, a break with what we can do and what we can't do when it comes to uh, faithfulness. For instance, if we're not faithful with our choices for better health, then that cookie <laughs> that piece of cake, that bag of potato chips. Quickly, people say, oh, if I don't eat it, it's going to go to waste. But the problem is, if it does, you do eat it, it's going to go to your waste. <laughs> I like that. So, so these are some of the choices that we have. We, we have to be faithful in order to see results in our choices for better health, in our choices for our relationships, we have to be faithful. You, my, and the, the easiest correlation that we can draw is our faithfulness with our relationships. I have to be faithful in my relationships with my children. Mm-hmm. 
And I have to be faithful in my relationships with my other family members, including, of course, my wife. Mm -hmm. My wife expects a level of faithfulness that transcends every other relationship I have. Mm -hmm. My wife expects me to look at her in a certain way, to talk to her in a certain way, to interact with her in a certain way that brings about a closeness and an intimacy that doesn't exist with any other woman on the face of this planet. Yeah. Does loyalty kind of fall into the faithfulness? The umbrella? The umbrella, yeah. I would say that that loyalty is a very close cousin of faithfulness. Yeah. Um, But loyalty is not something that Scripture really talks about. No, it isn't. Right? Loyalty is a word that we would use, but it's a a fair word to use in the topic of faithfulness. Mm. The Bible would say in 1 Corinthians, and I'll, I'll read in the English Standard Version because the King James, sometimes the poetic license that the King James takes is a little bit deeper for some people than, and it doesn't really speak in plain, but the English Standard Version says, moreover, in 1 Corinthians 4, it is required of stewards that they be found faithful. And the steward mm. was the individual that had complete license over all of the house. When you think of steward, think of Joseph mm. in Potiphar's house. That's right. Right? Yeah. In Egypt. Everything that Joseph did was found to be blessed by God because he was faithful. And Joseph was so faithful to his master and what his master gave him in his house Mm -hmm. that even when Joseph was faced with, some would say, uh, an unbelievable temptation that would have resulted in everything that he could have wanted. Not only did he have charge over all the house, he could have had this illicit relationship with Potiphar's wife. Mm-hmm. Joseph said, no, my master has not withheld anything other than you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be faithful. So Joseph didn't even give in to that. Mm-hmm. If we translate that into our real lives, not only does my wife Yes, want loyalty and faithfulness, but that faithfulness comes from a place where that relationship that I have with her, it's unlike any other relationship I would ever have and do have. And my faithfulness to my wife and the relationship that we have and the intimacy that we have translates into a better reward for me. Mm -hmm. Right? It's a better reward for me. I walk in in such a beautiful, loving, and caring relationship with her. There's there's nothing between us. And faithfulness starts, David, as you know, not in the feet where my feet take me. It starts in the mind. A I discipline, am, isn't right. it? Yeah. So yeah. stewards who have charge over, in Corinthians, stewards who have charge over generally finances are mm-hmm. faithful and they, they don't allow the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life mm. to make their decisions for them. They allow faithfulness to be the driving factor. And our faithfulness with each other and with God keeps us from doing things that we normally wouldn't do, yes. right? Because of the lust of the eyes, and the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life mm-hmm. wants to drive us out of the realm of faithfulness. So I'm not giving in the way that I need to be giving as a Christian, and I'm not loving in the way that I need to be loving as a Christian, and I'm not disciplined in the way of a Christian that I need to be disciplined in. It encapsulates so much. Yeah, but we can get sidetracked off that. It doesn't mean that God still doesn't love us. No, not even We close. can repent from that. Faithfulness is a discipline of a Christian life. and I like that. Yeah, it is a discipline of the yeah. Christian life, and we must... 
as loyalty, as right. integrity, as yeah. these are exactly these are yeah. core principles um, that maybe maybe the word doesn't use loyalty, but faithfulness and loyalty are so such close cousins. You're absolutely oh, yeah. right. And if we're found faithful, right? What does Jesus say? Well done, thy good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. I'll make you a ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. So faithfulness is a core concept that we must not only adopt. But we must, as Christians, find that principle, emulate it, enjoy it, use it in our daily lives. Faithfulness in our daily walk with God makes, makes me, I'm faithful to you, Lord, in my mind. Mm-hmm. Not only in my, in my duties, I'm faithful in my mind. And I'm going to walk after those things which please you and bring greater intimacy and closeness to you and I. Yeah. And like my wife. There was nothing that I would do to mess up that relationship. Mm-hmm. Nothing. And so I want to make sure that I behave in my relationship with Jesus to not mess up that. He asks me to be his and his alone. Yeah. He asks me to love him and him alone. He asks me to, that old song, I come to the garden where the dew is still on the roses and he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me I am his own. That intimacy, that love, that heart, really, that's what it's really all about. It's about me being chased and completely separated unto him mm-hmm. and faithful. Yeah. The greater that relationship, the more intimate that relationship, uh, that greater the bond is between you and Jesus. I want to be a good steward, yeah, well. a good steward of of the things that he has given me. Mm-hmm. And I want to hear his voice. You want to hear his voice. Mm-hmm. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. That's what Paul said, right? He said that. He said, I'm, I'm finished. I'm ready. I've fought a good course. I've kept the faith. Wow. Amazing that those yeah. things are faithfulness and I've kept the faith. Yeah. Not only the faith, the belief, uh, the honesty of, of where he's called me out of darkness into his marvelous light, mm. but I've, you know, faith and faithfulness are so, are so closely linked. It's funny when uh, different times when you're reading the Bible, you, you'll pass by that word faithfulness or faith. You don't recognize it as much until it's brought to your attention like we're doing here today. Now, for certain... When I picked that word up, it's like, uh, whoa, there's that word, faith. Right. Amen. And, and we can we can gloss over quickly. We can forget, if you will, the, um, the call to faithfulness, mm-hmm. right? We can sometimes forget that. And that's why there's no such thing as easy believism. When we're called to walk in this, the, the ecclesia, the called out ones, the church, the, you know, Christians, when they were first called Christians at Antioch. When we do that, we are being called to faithfulness. Jesus said, no man putting his hand to the plow can look back. We have to be faithful to finish that work that the Lord is calling us to. And sometimes it requires a little conversation like this just to to say, hey, you know what? I need to take stock. Am I being faithful? Am I being faithful in my in my relationship with Christ through the things, mm. through the avenues that he gives me, 
right? He gives me an avenue to be closer to Him through His Word. He gives me an avenue to be closer to Him through prayer. Mm -hmm. He gives me an avenue to be close to Him through my giving. I'm not only talking about what we take from our wallet, but if He has us, He has our wallet. Mm -hmm. But I'm talking about the way in which we give of ourselves, of our time to the kingdom, of our our love and our help to one another, right? When we're helping those who are less fortunate. That's right. That's what the Lord is asking for in faithfulness. Yeah. You know, it's so important to have these little mini messages to get those points out to the to our communities, to our people, to our believers, to our right. non-believers. Yeah. A little bit of a study. If you've yeah. heard anything today, folks, if you hear anything, <laughs> David, if you read that word faithful and, and faithfulness, and if you just do a little bit of study in some of the scriptures where that word is used then you can see quite quickly that there's such a link to the disciplined life living faithful. And the the greatest correlation that he has ever given us mm. is, is the relationships we have with one another. David, I would never betray you. Mm. We haven't known each other long, but we know each other well enough to, to say, hey, this is my brother in Christ, yeah, amen. right? I'm yeah. not going to betray you. Yeah. And that means I'm going to be faithful yeah. to the bond that we share as brothers. Yeah. Right? I'm not going to throw you under the bus. And if we can just bring it down to that level, then it's so very easy to see. Amen. Great message. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, listen, you like to end with prayer. Father, we thank you for your wonderful gifts of mercy and grace upon us today in our lives. And we thank you that you love us so very much that you were faithful to the cross. Father, I pray as those of us today go on about the rest of our day, that you would help us to see that you love us with an everlasting love and that you simply want to draw closer to us and you want us to draw closer to you. I pray you help us to understand this gift of faithfulness and how it separates us from so much in the world and gives us that wonderful intimacy and that wonderful closeness where you become our true friend. Bless us today as we go our separate ways. I pray that you help us to understand that this idea of faithfulness is only about having a little bit more of you and you having a little bit more of us. As John the Baptist said, you must increase and I must decrease. Bless us today, I pray in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. amen. Great message. I hope everybody enjoyed listening and uh, have an amazing day with our Lord and reach out to him and ask for his love. Amen. Amen.